are sick and tired of those darn fad diets. We're here to lift, lift the mysteries of fitness and to lift up other women who might be struggling with the same things we struggled with. We're gonna tell you how we went from stay puffs to stay buffs. Each of us has lost more than 30 pounds in the last year, but gained so much more. Find us on social media, check out our Instagram page, The Barbellas, or link to us on the line at barbellas.net to find all of our social links. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Darabella. I'm Sarah Bella. I'm Pam Bella. And we are the Barbellas. Woo! On this episode, <laughs> we're gonna tell you how each of us lost 30 pounds the healthy way and gained lean muscle while doing it. There's no quick fix, there's no magic pill, but we did it, and so can you. I think we should start with what did not work. Whew, that's uh, a long list. Yes, right? <laughs> a very long list. So, Pam Bella, what did not work for you? Ooh, um, I spent a lot of years doing endurance, like triathlon style training, um, doing, you know, long steady state cardio sessions. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what, what gets people a lot about um, getting fit. You think you have to kill yourself in the gym and you really, really don't. I mean, my workouts right now, at, we're all prepping for competition. We've got competition in about six months from now. Um, I'm doing 13 minutes of cardio, hit cardio, and an hour, 45 minutes to an hour of weightlifting. Um, it, the weightlifting is six days a week, but it's it's not it's not undoable, and I think that's what's what's important. What didn't work for me, um, I think we talked a little bit about it. The calories in, calories out. I'm on a specific plan, and like we talked about before, um, I considered school uh, cool sculpting before I got into actual fitness, you know, looking for a quick fix. And I think we've all learned there is no quick fix. There isn't. Sarah, what kind of quick fixes did you try before? Um, I did, I did basic, you know, I go to Complete Nutrition and grab their latest fad pill Whew. and kind of rely yeah. on the fad pill. And I did, I lost 30 pounds in a month, but it was all my muscle. I was, I was typically, I was the typical skinny fat girl. Um, with no definition, uh, no abs, no um, no booty, and everybody wants that booty. Like, yeah. And of course, I couldn't keep it off because it, it was just a matter of um, appetite suppression and not feeding my body the way it needed to be feeded. What oh. about, yeah, what about you, Dara? Um, for me, I tried everything under the sun from, like, starvation that, actually, that was pretty much it. Starvation. I didn't try a lot of stuff. There's no magic pill for me. Like, I tried some, like, Slim Quick stuff at Walmart yeah. back in the day. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's like a little pill that has a lot of caffeine. <laughs> I was so jacked up on caffeine all the time. But um, for me, it was like, okay, if I don't eat more than 500 calories in a day, I can lose weight. I could lose weight, but I couldn't maintain that. Like, I couldn't keep up with it it would, like, I would lose, like, five pounds and then gain ten pounds the next week. Right? Oh, yeah. So it's like, put yeah. it on, take it off, put it on, take it off, and that's so hard on your body. Just the yo-yo, and you end up, like, starving and then binging, right? Yeah, that's so true. I mean, I would go from, like, eating, you know, nothing but a couple peanuts, an orange, one slice of turkey, and then, like, two days later, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm starving to death. Like, I need food. So then I would just binge like crazy. I would eat cookies and cinnamon rolls and all the junk food. I love junk food. 
and then you start to feel really bad about yourself and it, it you kind of start blaming the food for it but it's really the cycle that oh, you're yeah. in you have such a bad relationship with food exactly. i remember before i started bodybuilding i would like just feel so guilty if i ate anything bad or like food was bad right mm-hmm. you could it was such a bad relationship before with food but now we all love food, right? I mean, yeah. I, we, I eat six meals a day. And yeah. they're, not, they're not petty meals. I mean, they're, they're filling. And it's, it's the type of food we're eating now. I, I know, like, I've completely given up um, most fast foods because I, I can eat them the entire meal and not feel full at all. I can eat my chicken and my salad and be full for hours. And I think that's what's made the biggest difference is the quality of food we're eating, not so much the quantity of food we're eating. Yeah, I mean, I feel like when I first started talking to people before I found the bodybuilding community, it would be like, track your food. It's calories in, calories out. Like, those kinds of programs. And they just don't work because they make you crazy. They do. And then you just feel like you give up a lot quicker because you just, you get burnt out. Like, you're, you know, you're keeping track of everything. You're like, I can't do this. This is not something I can keep up with. So you try something else, then you try something else. But the only real thing that works is following a clean eating nutrition plan and filling your body with those nutrients it needs to like gain that muscle. And, and lose the fat, because your body will hold on. I mean, the, like mm-hmm. the starvation diet, I'm sure you know, will, will slow your metabolism way, way down. down. And then you're not, you're fighting constantly to lose or to gain. And it's, it's just an uphill battle from there if you're not feeding your body right. Do you guys remember when you first started doing bodybuilding um, and you had to eat six meals that you were kind of scared to eat that much food? Like you thought you were going to gain weight? That was the biggest fear for me. I think I still struggle with that now. I'm like, oh my gosh, if I eat all of this food, I'm going to gain like 50 pounds. But that's not true. Then the exact opposite happens, Mm -hmm. right? It's counterintuitive. It really is. And it's, it's the muscle that you're putting on that's taking everything else off. None of us spend, like, three hours in the gym doing cardio. No. No. Nobody has time for that. I have two kids and a full-time job and a husband and dogs and an acting career. Pam Bella, you have a full-time job. You're a fantastic attorney. Thank you. (laughs) Going out making laws. Uh, Yeah. No, I mean, it's just you have – it's hard at first to feel like you have the time because we all have such busy lives. Like, we're all struggling with so much. We're busy, busy women, but that doesn't mean we can't do it. Right. Like, we've all come up with a way to make it happen, and we all have a different way that we made it happen. Mm -hmm. We all lost 30 pounds in the last year. Right. And we did it by, you know, following our plans and finding maybe an hour a day, and not every single day, maybe an hour a day for, like, six days a week, five days a week, where we, you know... Do some weightlifting, and that was the biggest key for each of us, right? Probably the weights. Adding the weights was a huge, huge thing. I think the biggest thing for me was what I ate, like the Mm -hmm. nutrition component. Right, Um, because you and I were, I mean, all three of us were very active people, but we had settled into this life of convenience, mm -hmm. eating fast food a lot because it's quick and it's easy, but there's no nutrition value to it. And I was at hundred, almost 150 pounds when I started this journey a year ago. I was 147. And I'm only five foot two. So that's... Yeah, I was at like 144 at my heaviest. And I was exercising. I wasn't eating fast food. 
it was just, I was actually just starving and binging for the most mm-hmm. part. Like I was eating healthy foods. I just wasn't eating enough of it. So my metabolism was, was to shit, you know? Mine was too. I, I would say I was more than 135 pounds and we're all three, like five foot two, five foot three. But I, I just would grab like a granola bar here and there. I would usually miss breakfast. I would, you know, convenience was huge to me, especially working on the night shift for three years. Like, sugar. I ate so much sugar, and then I was just constantly tired mm-hmm. and sluggish. And I think a lot of my weight was from, like, the high cortisol levels and then a lot of sugar. Like, yeah. there's so much sugar in everything we eat. And then, like, all the processed foods. That's what yeah. I, I mean, convenience. Gotta have it on the go. Like, when do we have time to actually cook food? And that's the confusing thing because when you people tell you to do the calorie in, calorie out, you end up buying a lot of processed food, right? Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, as long as it meets my calories, it's exactly. fine. As long as it fits into my macros, I can eat it. And that's not true. So I guess maybe we should move on to like what what kind of – what do we eat? Like what have we what – do, what did we eat to get to where we were? And I think it's probably different for each one of yep. us. We all have different coaches and different trainers and different nutrition plans – but we all found a way to, you know, do it in a healthy, a healthy way, way, a healthy, productive way that gave us results. No, it wasn't fast, but I think everybody can agree. Anything that's fast doesn't stay. Yeah. It's not sustainable. Can't carry it on for a long time. Right. It, it really, truly is a lifestyle change. But you do notice pretty quick results. I felt like mm-hmm. within the first month, oh, yeah. I noticed some big changes. I think the same goes for me too. I, I mean, I think after what, maybe 21 days, I was down like seven pounds. So mm-hmm. that was pretty quick to lose seven pounds in 21 days. And that was when I kind of started to form my habit. Yeah. Like it became, okay, I can do this. I remember for the first 10 days thinking, this is the worst thing I've ever done. What am I doing? Why did I decide to do this? Whose idea was this? Why isn't somebody supervising me? I was seriously going through sugar withdrawals. Like, oh, yeah. my hands were shaking. My head hurt. I was sweating like crazy. But you say that, and I think that's a really, really good point, that the sugar, that you're almost addicted to you the are, sugar. Yeah. And you go through withdrawals. Oh. My husband did the same thing when... I cut sugar out of our diet. He was like, I can't do this. I can't do this. I'm like, this is just sugar. We're just removing one thing. And it's it's become such such a chemical that I think that Dara's right. You know, you're, she was going through withdrawals at that time. It totally was. It was like worse than alcohol withdrawal. I was like, I need it. I have to have sugar. I just need something. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Maybe a latte. Yeah, I gave those up. The sugary latte. <laughs> what did you do to replace sugar? Uh, so there were a lot of things that really worked for me. Um, one was using like LaCroix or different kind of like flavored non-sugary waters that I would add berries to that would give me that feeling that I was getting something sweet. Mm -hmm. Like it was just all about the impression of sweet. And I don't know, I just kind of made it through like even, um, adding stevia to my oats in the morning. Yeah. I think even like for me... I had in the beginning like two cheat meals per week and I really needed those in the first couple, like first couple weeks. Like I, that was how I kind of weaned myself off of it, so to say. And then after a month of having like really good healthy food, you just don't crave, your cravings kind of go away. Yeah. I think for me, um, the probiotics in my, in my supplement plan really helped with my sugar cravings because I, I was, yeah, super, 
I could give up everything else except sweets. Like brownies and cake especially is my absolute favorite thing. So that was a really big thing for me. And I knew that it, it wasn't going to serve my goal. So I had to get rid of it. And the probiotic, I think, made a ton of difference to me. And um, sweet leaf drops mm-hmm. are my new. There's no sugar in my house at all. Not even Splenda. So we've gone completely to sweet leaf drops and they've done it. They've done, they've done the trick. It gives me enough sweetness in my coffee or in my oatmeal or whatever I need it in. And it comes in so many different flavors that it's, it's perfect. And I think sweet leaf drops are stevia, right? They are stevia. Yeah. yeah. And stevia is really, it's a really good sweetener alternative. Yes. That doesn't have calories, but is still um, healthy at yes. least right now. Right. For, yeah. Before they <laughs> <were normalized. laughs> but, um, so I think the commonalities between all of us is we all ate between five to seven meals per day. Would yeah. you agree? Right, and no skipping meals. Like, it's so yeah. tempting to go, okay, well, if I can get the results on this, I can get even better results with this. But you can't. You have to eat every two and a half to three hours yeah. to get your metabolism. You have to feed your body. Your body's not going to respond to you. You're going to be fighting it if you don't feed it. And how much protein did you guys, how were those meals broken up? Like, what, what did oh, you guys have? I had so much protein in mind. Like, the majority of what I, I have been eating has been, like, high protein, like, lower carb, um, the good fats. You know, you can still eat avocados and peanut butter, almond butter. Like, that, that kind of stuff is still good, and that was surprising to me. I never even liked avocados before. Like, mm-hmm. forget this, not yeah. avocados. And then... Green veggies, lots of green veggies. Lots of green, it's great, yeah. Broccolis and Brussels sprouts. There are so many ways to make that stuff taste good. Like, I, I cut out a lot of salt when I started my plan, and not completely cut it out, though. Like, you can still have some. But I cut out salt, and I started using Mrs. Dash, and that stuff tastes amazing. And, like, even finding ways to, like, add, you know, lemon to my water or limes to my water, a little bit of stevia. So you still feel like you're getting something sweet or you're getting a treat. And that keeps you from burning out faster, I think, too. Yeah, I I definitely, like, each of my meals had between four to five ounces of some kind of meat. Mm -hmm. So either chicken, um, I did a lot of bison, I would do some beef in the beginning. Um, I can't handle just having, like, cod. No. Um, And I would do, like, recipes that I really liked, and I'd make them simple. Because I actually, before I went on my bodybuilding plan, I had never really cooked. Like, I had no, I was like a, I owned all these recipe books and never touched them. Oh, interesting. (laughs) See, I love to cook, and that was hard for me to find a way to, like, eat the things I loved. And practically every meat in my freezer is some kind of wild game. Like, because we hunt. Yeah, that's super lean, though. Yeah, it's super lean. So I still got to eat that kind of stuff, and that was the fun part. Or And you find ways to, like, mix it up. So, like, you could make taco bowls. I did a lot of taco bowls, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, a lot. (laughs) Mine was uh, mostly keto-based because I had looked up the keto diet, and I was I had started following it before I found my trainer. And when I went in to interview with him and see if I wanted to um, go that route, he talked about the keto diet. And I was like, perfect, I'm already kind of on it. So we were speaking the same language, and he supported what I wanted to do with that. And he kind of made my diet around the keto. So for the, my first prep, my first six months, it was, it was keto. Um, I didn't have a lot of carbs. I had no cheat meals, but I had a lot to lose. So that was... That's what got me down. But it was mostly, um, like Pam said, 
couple of ounces of lean protein, chicken, um, turkey, lean beef, some pork was on mine, and then lots of green vegetables, at least a cup of green veggies. Mm-hmm. Every couple of, actually, I don't like have like a set time to eat, but I have to get all my meals in. Like that's his really only goal, but it does work out to eat every, every two hours. Like right before you work out, get a meal in. Work out, settle, get another meal in. Um, so on the keto diet, can you have oatmeal or sweet potatoes or rice? I didn't. Okay. I didn't have any of that. I think on the first prep, I did not. On these preps where I'm building muscle, though, I am on a higher carb. So See. there's there's a difference between needing to get down and drop just like body fat and how your body will react to that. Mine reacted very well on the keto diet. And now that I'm back on carbs, um, my body's reacting even better because my muscle, I have so much more muscle that it's just taking the carbs and using them for fuel instead of storing them in my body fat because I'm getting up and I'm using them yeah you definitely have to find what works for you like for me when I they I started on kind of a keto type diet and it didn't work like I my I would um lose muscle and so for me I had to have like at least a half a cup of oatmeal um and some sweet potatoes and rice every day otherwise I just completely because I would get my measurements um on like the in body machine and every time we cut out my carbs I would gain fat and lose muscle and it was like that's, a, that's a, what you said is a really good point. You have to find what works for you. And just because keto worked for me, it didn't work for Pam. It didn't work. I don't know. I didn't. It worked yeah. for Dara. I didn't do keto. I actually did. So mine, like I said, was like a lot of protein. And I started out at like 34% body fat. And that's a pretty high percentage of body fat. So I had a lot of fat to lose. Like I didn't have as much um, weight. Like, I had some. Like I said, I was, like, 135, but I kind of was, I guess, um, skinnier fat. We'll, we'll post our before and after pictures so you guys can see. Where we started, yeah. Where we started, because we all started somewhere different. But um, mine probably was, like, drinking water that was the biggest part for me. Drinking the water and then the diet. I mean, 80% of my weight loss and body fat reduction was, was water and diet. Um, I drink more than a gallon of water a day. I know you both probably do too. Yep, I still do. I think it's 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 definitely my um, when I'm not drinking bangs, their water is my drink of choice. I've cut out soda, not because anybody told me I had to, but because when I stopped drinking them, I felt better, and when I did drink them, I felt like I was drinking glue. So nobody said you have to cut this out. You can't do this anymore. Nobody restricted that. I kind of did that on my own with how I was feeling. Um, after not doing it and doing it again. And we all, it sounds like, worked with a coach to try to find something more customized with us. Like, how did you guys go about finding a coach um, to help you get started? Um, I went through a couple of of people. Um, You have to find the right fit. You have Mm -hmm. to, like I said, when um, I spoke with Adam of Team Elite Physique, he and I just hit it off immediately. I walked in and we sat down and we talked and he said, you know, I, uh, I've been training for 17 years. And I was like, boom, 17, 17s are my number. So we immediately connected off of that. And then everything I was saying about the keto diet, he supported and he was just so informative and, um, kind of just laid everything out. He has a very science based approach to this industry, which was really nice to see. So we just connected. I didn't quite connect with my other trainers. They were kind of, um, 
they were good trainers. They just didn't, they weren't a fit for me. They were, they didn't take the time to explain, I guess, like what, why and what I was doing. And it was more of a bigger class. And I just like the, I just like the connection that Adam and I had. That's great. Yeah. I think that for, um, for me, I had the same thing. Like I went through a couple different trainers and, you know, a long time ago I would use the trainers at the big gyms. And I think the big difference between finding a coach that specializes in bodybuilding transformations or fitness competitions, um, they focus on both nutrition and exercise. Whereas I would say like 90% of the trainers out there it's just exercise. Mm-hmm. And like everyone, and what's out there on TV and what's out there online, like everyone's focused on like what's the big new workout. And right. very few coaches, besides the bodybuilding work, really focus on those two pieces. And you need both pieces. It's not one or the other, it's both. Both. I thought, fo- yeah, I followed a bodybuilding just exercise program for like six months. And I really didn't get that great of results because my nutrition wasn't dialed in correctly. Right. That's huge. Yeah. And, with the coaches, like, I have check-ins, depending on how far I am from a competition, I have to check in with my coach. I have to tell him what I did. He can see my pictures. He knows if I've been cheating, and so do I. So it's, it's, it was a lot of accountability that helped with the coach. Um, but like you were saying, doing just, just weightlifting, you're missing the nutrition. And when you're doing, like, a big box brand training session, they're not dialing into you and your body. So they, they don't know it works. They don't know what to cut out or what you may need cut out or what you may need added. Yeah, and I've had so many friends. I mean, not to knock on Orange Theory or CrossFit. I think those are great programs. But I have so many friends that are doing like five days a week at Orange Theory and starving themselves and they're not getting Anything. results. And they right. come to me and I'm like, you need to eat. Like, you need to eat a lot more yeah. food. You're yes. overtraining, you know? Yes. That was so hard for me. I'm telling you, it's still the hardest thing for me is to make sure I'm still eating everything I need to eat because you got to feed those muscles. But when it, cra- it came to, like, getting a trainer for me, this is weird, but I work in TV, and um, we were getting ready to record our New Year's show, and it was, like, all about fitness and all about, like, focus on fitness. And a week before this, I had already been thinking – Man, I'm going to do a fitness competition. That would be so cool. And out of nowhere, Tiffany and her team from Musclevania came on our show, and they were, like, talking about their transformations. And I'm like, I want to do that. I want to be like them. Like, I want muscles, and I want to be strong. How cool would that be? Like, I'm sick and tired of feeling the way I feel. So then um, it was, like, a perfect fit for me to have Tiffany as my trainer and, and – you know, finding the right things that work, like getting the before and after pictures. I think that's the biggest key of it is like seeing the progress because it it feels like if you like don't see your body changing right away, then you just kind of want to give up. That's kind of how I felt at first. I'm like, I'm not losing any weight. I'm not losing, you know, I can't, I can't see myself getting really skinny. It's not going to happen overnight, but it does happen. Yeah. I think the thing too, to be weary of or to look out for, you know, there are some coaches that are in this bodybuilding community that want to start you week one at like, you know, 1200 calories, only fish. And there's really not anywhere to go from there. Exactly. So you do have to do your research, talk to people, um, and find out because all of our trainers really subscribe by the like really healthy way of they focus on metabolism health 
and keeping your metabolism healthy and mm-hmm. making sure you're eating a lot yes. and not overtraining. Sure. So that's an important piece. I don't think I've ever gone below um, 1,100 calories unless it was peak week. You know, everything else has been fairly high. Yeah, mine too. I think people are probably wondering, you know, like how much does it cost to get a trainer and work with a trainer and might be a little off put, like I don't have the money or, um, so like, how did you guys deal with that? Like budgeting or because money is tough for everybody. Yeah. Especially, I mean, I have two children and they're active. They want to do stuff. My daughter's in middle school. She does choir. My son loves parkour. He wants to do that. Um, what I did was I sat down with our budget and I looked at where we were spending money and we were spending close to $500 a month eating out for a family of four. I think that's, you know, mm-hmm. fairly normal that, you know, it was almost not every day, but probably, you know, twice a week for the family. And then my husband and I were definitely eating out almost every single meal on the weekends because the kids weren't there. So I took that budget. <laughs> I was like, no more eating out, guys. Sorry. And I took um, our dining out budget and I put it towards training. So that's really, for me, mine is similar. I cut out all of my extra coffee trips and um, going out to lunch because I would do that all the time. Once I got off night shift, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm in the daytime. I can go eat. I can go grab this. So I would spend a ridiculous amount of money during the week, like, grabbing lunch with my friends or you know even if you add in alcohol you have a few drinks out and then you go to a happy hour yeah Yeah. so I I mean honestly I just cut all that stuff out and that's what worked for me I was able to break that down and put it into my budget that way Mm -hmm. yeah it was the same thing for me I mean meal prepping was probably the biggest thing that was successful for me for keeping you know um, my diet, but also it saved me so much money. It really does. Mm-hmm. Um, because when you're bulk cooking and picking just a few recipes before, I think the biggest reason I didn't cook as much is I would find a recipe online, go buy everything, and it would be like more than like eating out, and then it would come out crappy, and I'm like, oh, I should have just eaten out. It would have been cheaper. But when you actually like meal prep and are like, you know, I'm going to do like a taco recipe this week and another yeah. recipe and you make it simple and you go buy it, you save like hundreds of dollars Hundreds, hundreds. and you can definitely put that towards that. Um, there's definitely a lot of good online programs you can do. There's a lot of coaches that will work with you customized mm-hmm. for like about 200 a month um, and give you that accountability and also check in. I would say on average, I think like the real impersonal transformation packages um, where you're doing more one-on-one could cost you about maybe like a thousand for three months, maybe a little bit less, maybe a little bit more. Depending yeah, on depending who. on your coach. I think mine runs um, roughly, I'm going to say like $1,100, $1,200 for six months. But when you break that down, it, my eating out budget more than covered it, like yeah. easily. And then I had money left over to save for suits or save right. for whatever I needed, whatever else I needed to save. And it, it was just, it, it, it was affordable once I decided it was affordable. Yeah, and spending the money gives you that extra, like, push that you're like, I'm investing in this. Exactly. So it right. gives you more accountability, right? The, the investing in yourself. Because look at what we're spending money on. Like, I, I'm a Comic-Con person. You're a Comic-Con person. We spend a crazy amount of money on our costumes. And I'm like, this is... I love doing this, and I always find the funds for it. So I'm going to do the same thing with my fitness and my health, and I'm going to invest in myself. And I think as women, and especially as a mother, 
people try to make you feel guilty about that, trying to invest in yourself. But it's so important. I, I think my kids are definitely my biggest fans, and mm-hmm. they've learned so much from me just being determined and, you know, setting goals from them, for themselves. I have a 14-year-old and a 10-year-old, and they see me meal prepping. They see me working out. They see me working out late at night. You know, they're like, okay, you look, mom's getting this done. We can get our stuff done, too. So, I mean, there's a, there's a whole other aspect of investing in yourself. Oh yeah, that's great. And it translates to so many other areas of your life. Like when you get that confidence and you're strong oh, yeah. and healthy, like you're more productive in every area of your life. Your, Agreed. Your relationships are better. Your oh, confidence yeah. is better. For sure. And I think to you don't necessarily have to get a trainer or a nutrition plan if you really can't afford it. Like, if you can't afford it, there are ways around it. Absolutely. Like, like there are ways, you know, to reach out to your friends in the fitness industry. Um, get some tips and tricks. There, Like we've said, there's no magic pill. There's no quick fix. But there are ways to, you know, change your eating habits and, and make it a new lifestyle and find, you know, like eating clean recipes. One of the biggest things that I learned in this whole process is that you can't just eat tons of fruit. No. I, no. I love fruit. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, I can't have fruit. <laughs> uh, that was one of the big things that got taken out of my diet. I loved, like, I would eat, like, tons of berries and strawberries and bananas and, sh- or, like, shoot. Fruit is so high in sugar. It really is, Like, yeah. in, in natural refined sugars. And so that helps you hold on to that weight sometimes, especially in those hard-to-target areas. Like your love handles. <laughs> <laughs> we all have our problem areas. We all, I mean, everybody struggles with one part of their body or another or multiple parts. For sure. But the the key is there's like, there's, there are a lot of resources out there. And we're going to post some stuff on our oh, website. Yeah. Some tips and tricks that we've learned throughout the process. And, and maybe some, you know, food options for you to try. and Definitely. Yes. We're here to lift. We're here to lift you up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and send us questions if you're like struggling or looking for something. Let us know and we'll address it on our podcast. Yeah. We want to we want to help you. You know, we like we've all been talking about. We want to lift you up because it has helped us so much to change our lifestyles to this way. Thank you guys so much for listening. We want to hear from you. Find us on social media on Instagram the barbellas and Ooh. online at www.barbellas.net. For the next episode, we are going to be talking about workouts. We talked about nutrition, and now we're going to add in the important part, or the second part, to our fitness goals. (laughs) We're going to tell you how we work it out. Work, 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 work. Bye.